0: Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow, and I am thrilled that you are here learning how to have the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. Welcome to today's episode. I feel so glad that you're here joining me to talk about how to create a more advanced relationship life. And today's topic is going to be intense. To be honest, I have been putting aside recording this episode all day, even though I've known I've wanted to do it, because every time I thought about recording this episode, I started to feel anxious. And so one day we'll talk more about relationship anxiety, but today our topic is not relationship anxiety. Today we're talking about the purpose of relationship. Bryce and I were spending some time with my parents a few weeks ago, and one of the topics that came up was different types of intelligence. I remembered something that I had seen at one point that talked about different types of intelligence. I think it was actually something Bryce's mom had showed me. We decided to get online and take the little assessment. So all four of us took this assessment to see what intelligence were we highest in. And there were things like kinesthetic intelligence, so being aware of the movement of your body, emotional intelligence. There were nine types. I'm not remembering them all right now. Maybe like verbal, spatial. And one of the types of intelligence is what they call existential intelligence. And so we went through these very random questions and And the one that fit for me, the one that I assessed at least fitting for me, was um, existential intelligence. Well, then we went back into the quiz, and we shared what we had all chosen for the different answers. People were kind of curious. One of the questions you had to choose, like, a painting that resonated the most. One, you had to choose a color. For some of them, you had to just answer a question. I was excited to hear everyone else's answers. I was excited to share mine, except for one of the questions, So one of the questions asked, how do you feel about the relationships in your life? There was a few different answers. One of them was that relationships are everything to me. And then there were different ones about relationships, you know, how you see them in your life, how they fit into your world. And one of the answers was, what's the point? Being a relationship coach and being fascinated by relationships, on some level, I would have maybe assumed that my answer would have been one of the other options. But when I sat down to take it and I got really honest with myself about what do I most often feel about my relationships, and that was the answer that fit the most. And I was embarrassed about it. So when we went back and shared our answers, I was—I just felt so much shame about it. I felt embarrassed. I felt silly. I, I remember thinking, no one's going to understand. They're going to think... I'm saying, what's the point about them? So I had all of these stories in my mind about how I was going to be perceived if I expressed that this was how I answered this question. And it's been really interesting because I've sat with that ever since. Um, People weren't reactive. At one point, my mom said, that is kind of disturbing. But it was just, it was one of those moments where I really got a chance to sit with the reality that there are many times in my life Where I'm in relationship and I wonder, what's the point? Since taking that assessment, I've come to see that that wasn't wasn't a bad answer. It wasn't a wrong answer. It's a reflection of this desire to deeply understand the purpose. The purpose behind relationships and really the purpose behind everything. But my perspective is everything is embodied in relationships themselves. So if you've ever wondered what the purpose of relationships is, you are not alone. And that doesn't make you defective in the area of relationship. In fact, it may lean into an area where you have a lot of potential. Because if you're able and or willing to see this question and to ask it, you then have a chance to be able to say, well, what do I want the point to be? And how does it feel when the point of relationships is a when it's B, when it's C, and what point of relationship actually works for me. So today we're going to talk about the purpose of relationships, what is the point of relationships, why do relationship, why learn relationship, and I'm going to be sharing all the juicy details. You do not want to miss today's episode. I am so, so glad that you are here. A few years ago, I went to visit a friend in Boston And I spent some time at Walden Pond. I remember one day going into the little visitor center bookstore. They had some cards on the wall. They might have even been like postcards or greeting cards or something like that. And they were quotes that Henry Thoreau had said. And there were two that struck me. But one of them says, being, B-E-I-N-G, being is the great explainer. And when I read it, it was just like this, this kind of whoosh. I can still feel it as I say it. It's this opening. There's a reason. There's a purpose. And the purpose is in the experience itself. One of the things I go back to over and over when I start to wonder, what is the point? Whether it's my relationship with my husband, my relationship with myself, my relationship with life, my relationship with my parents, my relationship with friends, my relationship with my clients, my relationship with this podcast. Anytime I start to wonder what's the point, I come back to that quote. And I'll say to myself, being is the great explainer. So the question is, am I experiencing my sense of self in this relationship, in this moment? And if I'm not, how do I go back to getting in my own body, getting in my own experience, and being, and then being able to be in this relationship? Now that doesn't mean that relationships won't change form Or that it's not sometimes time to, you know, move away from someone we love or to separate. Death will sometimes be the circumstance that changes the form of a relationship. Or we come together with someone more, right? We can get seemingly closer or seemingly further away. And yet the idea is that in either instance, being is the great explainer. If we can get into our own body, if we can get into our own experience about that relationship, that's where we're going to find the point of the relationship. And that point might change over time. It might stay static and just continue to expand and deepen. So there is no saying what's going to happen moment to moment. All we can do is be in our experience of relationships. It's the only thing any of us can ever do. And that's really hard For people like me and probably a lot of you out there who like to know what's going to happen and who who like to control outcomes. But the great thing here is that we can always set the intention that ultimately this is leading us towards more and more of who we really are. It's helping us create more and more of what we really want and we can trust that moment to moment all we can do is be. That doesn't mean that we don't learn things. That doesn't mean we don't invest like Bryce and I talked about last time. That doesn't mean we can't employ new skills or strategies or tactics or actions in any of our relationships. Again, whether it's in our relationship with ourselves, with each other, with our business, with money, with health. So while there's nothing wrong about employing action strategies tactics and doing if we're not integrating the being moment to moment we're going to start to feel a little bit flat we're going to start to need coping strategies we're going to start to feel experiences of depression we're going to start to feel experiences of anxiety we're going to start to wonder on some deeper fundamental level what is the point. I remember when I left a very conservative religious practice eight years ago, I began to feel some fear rise. And some of the fears that would rise were things like, now how will I know that someone will really be loyal to me? You know, if I decide to marry and I have a marriage partner, how will I know that they'll be loyal? Because one of the stories that I experienced in, in my experience of that religious practice was that the religion itself would help motivate someone to stay loyal to me so i began to wonder well what what would be that motivation for someone and or what would be the motivation for me i remember spending some time journaling and at the time i even blogged about the idea of commitment and so i don't i don't remember a lot of details about what it was about but i remember it was one of the first times that i had to go deeper into some of these real existential questions about the purpose of life the purpose of relationships, the purpose of commitment, the purpose of marriage. And those questions continue to rise for me. And I find what's so beautiful in my relationship with my husband is the experience of creating purpose and creating a point every single day. And it always comes through my experience of being. So let's talk about what that can look like. I'm going to have everyone out there who's listening to just slow things down, close your eyes. And I know a lot of people podcast while they're in the middle of things. So if you're driving or something like that, obviously be safe. But if you're somewhere where you're okay to sit down, to close your eyes and take a few breaths, please do that. Please just step back from whatever you're doing. Take a moment, sit down, close your eyes, take a couple of breaths. And I want to have you just begin to check in. So as you breathe here, as you notice your breaths moving in and out, beginning to bring your awareness to your own breath, beginning to bring awareness to the sounds of the room, beginning to bring awareness to your body as it sits on a chair, the couch, as it's standing, notice the feeling of the floor underneath the feet. Beginning to notice what it's like to be you right now in this moment in your life, in this body, in your relationships. And then ask yourself the question, how am I really doing right now? How am I really doing right now? Sometimes when I ask myself that question, I'll start to get a little bit tight. Like I know that there's something there to be explored or looked at or that I've been kind of repressing or resisting and It's maybe something I don't really want to look at. And so I'll feel a little bit anxious when I ask myself that question, even though it often feels reconnecting. Other times, like right now, when I ask myself the question, it feels really softening. It feels really calming. So you're just noticing, how am I really doing right now? And then also tune into your primary relationship if you have one. If you don't have one, tune into the experience of a primary partnership in general. So either dating or your last partner or who you imagine your future partner to be. Kind of whatever pops up around that idea of a partner. And this is really a chance to start to tune into the being of your relationship life. Because whether you're anxious or whether you feel good, both will tap you back into an awareness of the purpose of relationships. Which is always to continue to be more and more of who you are, to bring more and more of who you really are into the world, to become more and more aware. Sometimes, what happens when we check in is we notice that we are our deep, authentic self with a mask, or with a role, or with a conditioning, or with a story. And just beginning to see that allows us to do the quote, the work to reconnect with who we are and just open up more opportunity, open up more choice to begin to share more of who we are in relationship itself, whether that's with the world, whether that's with our clients, whether that's with our coworkers, whether that's with our family members, whether that's with everyone more and more bit by bit. About five, it's probably actually been about six years now, I was going to say about five or six, maybe even seven years ago, I picked up a book by Robert Augustus Masters called Transformation Through Intimacy. And the subtitle is The Journey Toward Awakened Monogamy, and then the sub-subtitle is Relational Intimacy as a Sanctuary and Crucible for a Deeper, More Authentic Life. When I picked up this book and I began to read it, I remember it felt like I was coming home, like someone was finally describing the experience of relationship that I had always wanted. For me, it was one of the greatest gifts that I feel like I've ever received. And I've read through the book more than once. And I will probably continue to read through the book. And if you're listening, I would suggest going out and getting the book. I've suggested it to others. And some really, really like it and resonate with it. And others don't. And if you ever find yourself wondering what is the point, it is one of the most powerful books for beginning to understand the purpose of relationship. Which, again, the purpose of relationship is to be a sanctuary and a crucible for a deeper, more authentic life. And that's what all of our relationships do for us. All of our relationships will serve us in that way. They cannot help but serve us in that way. No matter how long we're in those relationships, no matter what form they take, every single relationship we have becomes an opportunity to become more aware of ourself to become more aware of ourself in relationship to others and the world, which again is a deepening of awareness of self. We then have the opportunity to witness other selves and through that to experience more authentic experience together. And there's just, there's nothing better. When we're in that place, it often is like heaven. Whatever I learned growing up in a religious context about heaven, that's it. When I'm in that place, it's like, that's it. And no matter what your areas of intelligence are, no matter what your personality types are, no matter what your hobbies are, it's the same thing for everyone. It's about being able to feel deeply connected in the ways that really reflect back our true selves to us. And for some people, that's with numbers. For some people, that's with words. For some people, that's with music. For some people, that's with romantic connection. For some people, that's with business. For some people, that's with homemaking and family life. So there's all of these different areas of life that can reflect back to us who we are and allow us to become more and more of who we are and experience more and more of what we really want. And that is the experience of creation and it's never ending and that's the purpose is just to be in that experience and have the experience and the joy that comes with that. I am so glad you are here with me today and if you want to learn more about how to create these kinds of relationships, these kinds of relationships that allow you to become more and more of who you really are, go get your free copy of the Intimacy Blueprint at www.advancedrelationshipacademy.com. You can also click on the show notes. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. I cannot wait to keep connecting, and I will talk to you soon.